Welcome to Talking Facts, what you need to know about family, food, finance, and fitness. Hosted by the University of Kentucky Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Program, our educators share research knowledge with individuals, families, and communities to improve quality of life. Hello, and welcome back to Talking Facts. I'm your host, Mindy McCulley, Extension Specialist for Instructional Support, sitting in for our regular host, Dr. Jennifer Hunter. Today, I am pleased to be joined with my guest, Dr. Heather Norman Bergdorf, who is Extension Specialist in Food and Nutrition, and Marissa All, who is the Assistant Director for the Nutrition Education Program. And we are going to be talking about getting back to school and packing school lunches. So thank you all for joining me today. Thanks for having us. Yeah, excited to be here. But let's just kick it right off. So what what should a child's lunch look like? Well, you really want their lunch to kind of to follow, again, my plate. And, you know, we think about my plate in terms of kind of that physical plate and what they should be eating when they're sitting kind of at home. But the same really goes for school lunch as well. Um, and so for kids around 4 to 13, you want one and a half cups of fruit, two cups of vegetables, five to six ounces of grains. You want to make those um, whole grains whenever possible, four to five ounces of protein, and three cups of dairy. Great, great. What are some suggestions that we might include uh, in that lunch? Yeah, so there are a lot of common items that you typically see uh, in a child's lunchbox. Kind of those things we think of as being raw vegetables, so those baby carrot sticks, uh, maybe celery sticks, uh, sliced cucumber, crackers. There are so many different types of crackers that you can find in the grocery store. It can be a little overwhelming. Maybe try to look for some that are a whole grain cracker or made from kind of a unique ingredient. So there are crackers that are made of beets that are a fun color. Uh, you're just trying to let them explore uh, different types of crackers. To incorporate some dairy into their diet, uh, as Marissa mentioned, we're looking at three cups of dairy, but cheese slices or cheese cubes, cheese those pull-apart cheese sticks, um, string cheese are also good things to keep in there, as well as yogurt or a low, no-sugar-added pudding cup could be an option as well. And then always fruit. Fruit Kids love fruit. It's naturally sweet. Um, and there are a lot of different types of fruits that are easy just to kind of throw in the lunchbox that require very little prep. So a banana, uh, an apple, grapes, things like that. So we were talking before we started recording, and lunch, packing lunches has become a real production almost, yeah. hasn't it? <laughs> yes, my, you know, my children are quite old uh, compared to your alls, and so, you know, we didn't do all of this. But maybe talk about some of those things that children might be interested in having, but maybe that we could substitute. And, well, you know, I think when I was growing up, your typical kind of packaged lunch from home was a turkey sandwich, mm-hmm. a bag of chips and an apple, maybe a small treat. Kids really have sophisticated palates mm-hmm. and we want to make sure we're encouraging that. So mm-hmm. things like cut veggies with hummus, um, you know, bringing those to school, having, you know, seasonings that are low to no sodium so that they can season mm-hmm. their veggies as well. Um, giving them items that they choose. And so using them as part of the process, letting them go grocery shopping with you, letting them meal plan, letting them look at recipes of things that they might be um, able to take with them that will, you know, not, of course, things that need to be heated up or or kept super cold, but thinking kind of those food safety things as well, but let let them be a part of the process. And that also alleviates some of the stress on the parent that you have to plan it and, you know, be frustrated that you're wasting food dollars because you're putting together these meals for them, but maybe they're not eating them. So really allowing them to be a part of the process can kind of help 
make it more enjoyable for everyone, <laughs> essentially. Things you can purchase that are fairly low cost that um, will allow, for example, the bento type boxes that you can, that have the spaces for different items. And right. um, it's almost kind of like in nice little portions as well. Mm-hmm. The smallest one, you could put kind of the special treat in right. that one and, right. and use the larger kind of containers for your fruits and veggies and your main main um, Instead of purchasing, maybe you don't want to buy them in right. box or something, but there are things you can do also to kind of mimic that as mm-hmm. well. So a good one is using cupcake liners and filling that. That's a nice little size to put either um, trail mix you make at home or, you know, put your carrot sticks in there. And that's about the size of a serving for a child. So there are things like that you can do if you don't want to purchase a new lunchbox or one of those trendy bento mm-hmm. box style lunchboxes too. Right. And we always have to think about food safety. So what are some tips that we might use for parents to keep the food safe? Well, just being mindful, of course, first of what time your child eats lunch. You know, so, yeah. I mean, they the times vary from like 1030 until mm-hmm. sometimes one o'clock in the afternoon. So being mindful of what time your child is going to eat lunch and also noting that most cafeterias don't have access to refrigeration for your child's lunch and also a microwave. So sending items that need to be microwaved is not going to allow your child to enjoy their, their lunch and right. the item that they take. And Heather had some great ideas for things that you already have at home that could also be used as part of your lunch. Right. So the freezer can be your best friend in this case, <laughs> too. So instead of going out and purchasing, you know, all the freezer packs and things like that, well, if you're packing a beverage with their food anyways, maybe a, one of those small water bottles, freeze that overnight and then stick that in there and use that as just a natural ice pack or even freezing 100% fruit juice boxes. And a personal favorite for me are there's some fruits that you can freeze. So I love frozen grapes as a, a snack or a treat. Well, freeze those overnight, stick those in the lunchbox. They're still probably going to be pretty cold and they can be a natural. Uh, frozen watermelon's good yeah. too. <laughs> and then also if they're bringing home leftover food, that food waste from maybe there was too much food and lunch went by too fast because they were socializing or whatever, when in doubt throw it out when um, when they get home from school. Perfect. I think that is going to be a fun experience for lots of families. um, And we hope that it's not a challenge. But do you have any last suggestions just to wrap things up? I think making it fun and and not stressful, of course, but that preparation and planning is really um, key to kind of a successful school lunch mm-hmm. for both of you, your, that your child gets the things that you want them to be eating and then also that they actually eat it and enjoy it. Um, but there's lots of ways to, you know, stick a little note in there on a sticky note that says, have a great day. If they're trying something new for the first time, put a sticker in there and say, you know, after you try this, even if you don't love it, stick your sticker on, be proud and what you've done, just little things like that that don't cost a lot of money, but really kind of brighten their school lunch. Exactly. Yeah, that's great. Um, and just a couple of thoughts that I have is getting them involved in the process. Let this be a natural way to start having conversations about how food is important for our health okay. and nutrition and tell them, you know, this is going to make you stronger. This is going to allow you to run faster at recess or, or something like that. So kind of just kind of get that idea in their mind early. And then the last thing is, you know, these are kids and their nutrition and their food requirements are not as large as an adult. So when you're packing their meal, don't pack the meal to look like what you would want to eat because they probably need a little bit less. So just kind of keep portion size in mind when you're putting food in their lunchbox. That sounds great from both of you. So thank you for joining me. And I know we'll have you back again soon. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Talking Facts. 
We deliver programs focusing on nutrition, health, resource management, family development, and civic engagement. If you enjoyed today's podcast, have a question or a show topic idea, leave a like and comment on Facebook at UKFCSEXT. Visit us online at fcs.uky.edu or contact your local extension agent for family and consumer sciences. We build strong families. It starts with us.